I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men, north the rich men, Lord knows they all just wanna have total control. Wanna know what you think? Wanna know what you do? Dude, what a freaking fire song, guys! Welcome back to. The BS Report, and we have on the other end of the mic, my co-host exclusively for the Part-Time Hunter BS Podcast. What's up? Parker Putnam. Welcome yes, back. Sir. Good to be here. Dude, we have got so much to cover, man. And, and okay, so you guys are like, okay, what the hell? Where's the BS Report been? I've been at the beach. Parker's been working. It's been a busy summer, but guess what? We are in the last week of August, and that means two things. It means hopefully the prospect of cooler weather Early goose season, September 1st, we got long neck Tonys dragging some big dicks across some torn corn tassels, ripping off uh, some early season goose fields in South Dakota. We got some uh, freaking preseason football and something that I'm going to dive into for really the first time seriously this year. Parker's a veteran, but fantasy football. Yes, sir. What do you think about it? Oh, it's like – you know that Christmas song where it's like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> like every time it's football season, that's what goes through my mind. Dude, God made summer <laughs> just so we appreciate the fall. I swear to God, that's exactly what he made it for. But the guy that you guys heard on the on the intro song, uh, Oliver Anthony, just some normal dude that I, I think he has a, a oil field background. The dude is from the hills of West Virginia. I think he actually hit – kind of a, a rock bottom in his life and he prayed to God said hey if you can just show me and put me on the right path I'll do all this for you the man makes a record uh called rich men north of Richmond and it has taken the country by freaking storm and actually they played it at the GOP debate oh, really? uh, this week they played a clip of it and let the 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 candidates with Vivek and DeSantis they listened to it and I think everybody needs to listen to it man but what's crazy is he went from making I think he had like a hundred dollars in his bank account, like rock bottom, and now he makes forty grand a day based off of his iTunes. And it's insane. Know, and what's crazy is like, of course, that song would be number one because it goes on to like bash welfare and people buying bags of fudge rounds. And I'm saying it's actually like dude, true. It's, it's a, a true, very true song. And people are like, that's what you know. Country music used to be like that. It used to be like. No bullshit. This is what's yeah, happening. Like he had something on his soul. He Dude, made a he, song, like, that know? literally was like, and you know what? His other songs are actually really good too. And what's crazy is he played at this farmer's market in whatever town that was. I think he it debuted on West Virginia radio, some just like back roads local radio station. They took a chance on him, played that song. He recorded that song in his backyard. What's funny, Parker, if you go on that yeah, music video. Yeah, he posted video, it on YouTube and everything. Dude, you can see like an old ladder stand like in the background. Of yeah, his, I've seen it's it. It's just like his backyard. Yeah, and, I saw that too. And the dude was playing at a farmer's market for six people. And then when that song hit, now there's 6,000 people. They came and like the, that farmer's market is nothing but people want to hear him. Yeah, that's yeah, freaking I mean, awesome, dude. Yeah, it, it it went insanely viral. Good I mean. for him and good for people to recognize like you know 
that's what was on everybody's mind, but nobody wanted to say it. You know what's great? Yeah. Oh, I saw a tweet today that said uh, he he got asked if he would sing the Super Bowl national anthem for this year. Really? He agreed, and the payout was two hundred thousand dollars. You know what he replied to him? He said, uh, "I sing that song for free." That's awesome. He's literally playing it for like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oliver Anthony, <laughs> our hats off to you. Guys, welcome back to the BS Report. No sponsors, uh, no commercials, no agenda, just me and Parker, and some ultimate politics, sports news, and, of course, bullshit. Bullshit. So if you guys got <laughs> young kids in the room, make sure to clear them out. Do If you're playing this in your truck on your way to church, God help you. Maybe go to a hunting episode, but, you know uh, – just viewer discretion advised. This is just our thoughts, our opinions, uh, and everybody else, you know, you either listen to it or you don't. So like it or leave it, love it or hate it. You're not going to hurt our feelings. You're not going to hurt our feelings. Just leave us a review. Let Parker know. You follow him. Go follow him on IG at Parker Putnam. Go follow us on IG uh, at MojoBuck80. And, of course, the part-time under, uh, Hunter podcast. Go follow it. Dude, you got any sports to start us off with? Because we're talking about football. Uh, I mean, do you want to dive into fantasy? You want to dive into like actual sports news? Uh, By the way, look what I have for you. Yeah, I'm saying maybe some actual, you know, real type sports yeah, before you, we dive into. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Fantasy. So, what about NFL preseason? What did you get from? Did you watch any of the games? Did you see the? Yeah. Um, what, what was your takeaway from? Uh I mean. Every year when I'm watching fantasy, it's like, I, you know, I'll watch some of the games just to see some of, like, the standout rookie guys. Yeah. Like, like last year, the Patriots have this running back, Ramondre Stevenson, and in the preseason, he just – you were like, this is a this is a guy. Like, you know. Oh, like he's like, really good? He's dirty. Yeah. You know? And so I remember watching him play in the preseason being like, I'd love to get him on my fantasy Ooh. team. And he was the Patriots? Yeah. And so I ended up, you know – since no one knew if he was going to be the starter or anything, like I, it was risky. Yeah, so I, I snagged him late, and I might have even got him off the waiver wire or something like oh, that. Oh crap! And but he ended up going crazy. Like he was, I think he was a top ten running back last year. Good God! Which means like he should have been one of the top ten taken off the board. You wow. know what I mean? Wow! So he so he did you good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got second place last year. So my team oh, was damn. really good. How many teams was in y'all's fantasy league? I think ten. That's a, that's, a, that's a good bit. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. Good bit. T- ten. Ten is a really good number. Yeah. But um, I think eight or ten is like the minimum. The perfect one. Yeah. If you play with six, it's just like everybody's gonna have a god squad. Dude, <laughs> god squad. I like that. So, <laughs> so some of the research that I've done because uh, this I, I've, I did fantasy like way back in the day, like when I first started working at. At a freight company, all the guys on the dock were like, dude, you got to be on our fantasy football league. I'm like, I was like, yeah, here's my $5. I don't know. And like, they just like picked me a team. And it was just one of those like, no, seasons. you can't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I totally messed it up. So this year, like, I've did some research. Like, I, I've got all these draft boards and like projections and all this shit. Dude, one of the preseason games I saw, the Steelers wiped their ass with the Falcons. Oh, yeah. Holy they they crap. won like what was it, like twenty four to nothing or it something? It was it was dominate it was dominating. Yeah, it was terrible. It was it was bad. And, and it just reminded me like I forgot Atlanta had a football team after they lost to Brady that one time. So they've got on the quarterback board here I'll show you. I'll let you look at that. Read, read some – go through the top five and see if you can make a oh, mistake. Oh, so like in the ESPN rankings, this is their their list of like projections? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I printed that off like two days ago. So yeah, they got they got Pat Mahomes at one, Josh That's Allen two, Jalen no Hurts three, 
Lamar four, Joe Burrow five, Justin Fields six, Ooh. Justin Herbert seven, Trevor Lawrence eight, Deshaun Watson nine, and then Dak Prescott ends the top ten. But yeah, man, like it's who, like who he, would you pick? Oh, who would I pick first out mm-hmm, of this? Mm-hmm. I mean, probably Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Either him or Josh Allen. But it's like you're not going to want to take a quarterback with your first pick. You want to take receivers and skill people? Yeah, I mean, is yeah. That, is that like, why like, all these draft boards, they do that first? Because, like, so you're, you're teaching me I don't know shit about fantasy. Well, like, let me – so, like, there's a lot, there's a lot of quarterbacks who – can get you a lot of points. Like, what can I see? We're just oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, like if you're looking at the top ten, yeah, like all of these guys on a random week could get you like thirty points. Oh shit! You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe even the top like twenty of these guys. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like if you take your first pick and you're like, I'm going to get Pat Mahomes because he's projecting the most points. It's like you oh. failed to realize how the raw running backs and the raw yeah. receivers are like way more rare. Yeah. That's, you know what that's I mean? true. Does it, does it matter that like his playing style is like he's also can – like he gets out of the pocket sometimes. Like does that make a difference too? Uh, like if they I get mean, a rushing touchdown, I, does it get you more than a? Th- oh yeah, it does. Okay, so I yeah, didn't know yeah. if they differed it. Well, actually, it depends on how you set up the league, and I'm okay. actually going to have to go through and look at all that to see how ours is set up. Yeah, because okay. I actually want to run a two quarterback league just mm. because I think it's more fun. I think you have to have a two in ours. It's just it's one. A, did you already set it up like that? I just did like the default. So to give you guys a background, we kicked off the. Just the generic ESPN Fantasy Football League where we did eight teams. It's a snake-style draft based off of PPR. And I did all this with Parker on the phone, kind of getting some input how I should Which do Which is definitely, like, standard most, how most people do it. Tell guys know? PPR stands for – Yeah, points per reception. Points per reception. So, it's based on – like, some call it uh, – I heard some of these guys on these draft boards saying that the standard draft – or, I mean, I'm sorry, the standard fantasy is not PPR? Yeah, it's not. What I, and is it I've done that before. Of? What's okay. that? So, this is all it is. Like, say like say if you're playing standard, you don't get a point just for them getting the reception. Oh. So, it's like. They have to score? No. It's like, um, say they throw it to the receiver and yeah. it goes 10 yards downfield and that's a point. Oh. That's stupid. Yeah. So, well, it's. But I'm saying the only difference is in PPR, you throw it to him, he goes 10 yards, that's two points. Oh. You know what yeah. I mean? See, so we're, it's going to be a learning curve for me. Parker's going to have to, like, let us know, like, what's going on. But, like, all it does is, like, um, like if you were playing a standard league, yeah, you would be way more focused on, like, who, what players scored the most touchdowns. But, oh. like, in PPR, uh, you know, a guy that just racks up a lot of receptions is yeah. going to be, like, a superstar for you. Oh, so they don't have to score for you to do good. Exactly. It's production. Yeah. Production points, basically. Yeah. So that's a lot more fun because, like, maybe it makes the game more – it makes it it makes it more inter- – so, so technically, if you're – well, you don't necessarily have a team in fantasy because you're taking bits and pieces of all these – you know, but so yeah, that's what's production. cool. It's like it's it's your team. Yeah, it's you know? your team. But like, so say that running back's team doesn't necessarily have to win the game. 
He just has to go like for 200, 300 yards. Exactly. You just you want him to win. get points. That makes that makes more sense now. So let me. So going back to the quarterbacks, you would say any any one of these top ten would be good. Yeah. Like, um, like what what would you what would you say? Pat Mahomes, I'm, obviously. So like, if I was gonna break this down, yeah. like you're you're like S tier, S tier, just raw quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, would probably be like this top five, like Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurst, Lamar, Joe Burrow. Like, you know, game it. You know, like every week those guys are producing, bringing it. Like, Gotta you be. know, like and they're Lamar, slinging and Lamar, it. Lamar's going to be out of the pocket 30% of the game. Dude, his. Mahomes. Like, Lamar's. Dude. Like, Lamar is one of those guys that can just go yeah. crazy in fantasy because, oh. like, he can. Dude, if he. Like, you know, there's games where Lamar will have, like, two rushing touchdowns, oh like, God. passing touchdowns, and he's thrown for, like, 200-something yards. He like, that gets you an insane amount of points. He just can't help it. He's just so athletic. Yeah, you, he's you, you know who's a dark horse that actually developed this week? Anthony Richardson got named the starter for Indianapolis. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm saying. That's a risky move. That's a risky move. But I'm saying for them to have him at 17. That was before that got. That was before that happened. No, but I'm saying that's crazy to me. But you know, you know, I heard a guy on these draft boards because uh, dude, they have they have Jared Goff behind him, man, and he he's good. Jared like, Goff. Yeah, he's he's like he's your pocket passer. But I'm saying I think in terms of just fantasy, he was maybe like top 10 last year. Wow. So he dropped a lot. Well, he didn't do a whole lot last year, though, did he? It's it's just that, like, you have to realize, okay, like, it's like the way I look at this, it's like they're the guys who are insanely raw that they yeah. had to put in their top yeah. five around, you know, around mm-hmm. there. But then, like, literally after that, it's, like, really debatable. Like, like they have Justin Fields at six right next to Joe Burrow. Justin Fields is on the decline, I think. Well, I'm saying I think – Well, he got traded. Where'd he go? Justin Fields, no, he's still with the Bears. He's, on, he's with the Bears? Yeah. Dog bears. But I just mean, like, if you were trying to tell me, oh, Justin Fields is going to score more points than Justin Herbert, I'm like, I don't, I definitely don't know about that. I don't know if he's going to score more than Dak or Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know what I mean? These are big name guys. That's pretty, that's pretty. Now, it's it's a toss. It really is a toss. But yeah, it, it, like fantasy is so debatable. Like you it know is. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's like tomato, tomato. Yeah. What are they doing? But you know what's crazy? Somebody said it on the draft board. Uh, I forget what YouTube channel I was watching today, but uh, they said that Anthony Richardson, even though it's a, I mean, obviously he's played preseason and stuff. We saw a little bit of him, but he's so athletically raw that he will just produce crazy stats, even if he's not a winning quarterback, just because he's going to be like. He's almost like Cam Newton. You think they're going to use him like crazy and have he's him a running around? Oh, no, I know. They have but to. They have to. Yeah. Because he, cause he, he's, he's literally like a modern-day Cam Newton. Yeah, I don't – He's built like that. I don't really understand why Jonathan Taylor, like, wants out of there so bad. Just because, like uh, – I don't know. I mean, if Anthony Richardson and, ends up being pretty good and their defense is good, they might be okay. And the crazy thing is, like, they just skipped over Minshew. Like, he's okay. Yeah, he's probably better than Richardson right well, now. Well, we'll see. You know, that's kind of risky, though. It's like, what if you take Richardson, he gets benched halfway through, Yeah, you're kind of screwed. I, I'm saying I, I just feel like, you know, being a quarterback in the NFL, like experience goes a long way. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. I mean, because, yeah. Some of those yeah. rookie quarterbacks, they, they look like they got, like, deer in headlight syndrome for a few yes. weeks, you know what I yes. mean? Yes, if, if Anthony Richardson can – Pick up the the Colts' system and and how because I mean the NFL like you look at it as a fan and you go 
oh shit, it's it's football. I mean, why can't they? But it's totally different. Like the style of play, the systems, like the uh, amount of accountability that an NFL quarterback has versus like a, you know, like a an SEC quarterback. They're, the SEC quarterback, they're not calling reads. They they they, right. may, they may have an audible call, but they're not calling. They don't. I mean, yeah, they read defenses and they know how to read a route, but they're not going like. Omaha, Omaha, blue 42, seven, swipe one. Like, they're not calling, Rand, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like they NFL quarterbacks that. call out the coverage. They have to know. On, like, every yes, play. Yes, it's know? crazy. It's, yeah, it's wild. And plus the speed of play, everyone out there is fucking out to rip your, your dick off. <laughs> it's not yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we, we would like to think that college football is the ultimate, but, dude, I mean, you're out there with people that's been in the league for seven years on steroids. Yeah, it's like if you want to – Yeah. It's like you take a kid that's like 19, 20 versus like some – grown man. Some dude that's like 28 (laughs) in the league. He's been on these NFL nutrition plans and workouts for all these – Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're talking about a literal monster. (laughs) He's coked up before the game. (laughs) So, look, I'm going to go through – Like, this is just like – And I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So, like, my number one, if I got number one, or, like, my if he's available, of course, he's not going to be. Everybody's saying their number one and two would be Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Duh. Really? Yeah, that's number one and two. Uh, second round, A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams running Whoa. back. Then you got Travis Etienne, Najee Harris. Are people saying Najee Harris is on the decline? I don't know. Uh, I don't buy into that. Etienne. Then you got uh, Amari Cooper for your uh, wide out. You got – Alexander Madison, Madison, Madison yeah, he's gonna running be the back, Viking starter. Cam Akers, running back. Then I got Darren Waller, tied in. They say he's a sleeper. Yeah, he's raw for the Giants. He's he's fucking. I don't know crazy. if I call him a sleeper. James Cook, one of my UGA dudes, running back. Then we got Brian Robinson, running back. Bijan Robinson, that's the Falcons draft pick. That might have been somebody. Oh no! I think there's a Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson for the Commanders. Yeah, right? Brian Robinson. Then okay. somebody said Rashad Penny, and they said don't pick him. Nah, he's good, dude. He's good. Okay. Yeah. Then you got Gabe Davis, wide receiver. Anthony Richardson. I picked his QB. He's just gonna. I like that. Would be my risky pick, I think. And then you got Sky Moore, wide receiver versus Rashad Bateman. That's kind of the toss up there. I'm saying like, I like whenever I'm going into it every year. Like, I never know. It's like, I know the players that I like, but it's like, you never know who you're going to get because it's just like... It randomly picks you? How well, does no, the draft work? Ran- what does it look like? So, it'll base... Like, it'll basically have a list like that that you've made. Yeah. But it's like of all the players. But it's like, they'll have it ordered of like who they have projected the most points being the first one there. Okay. And Because they know that you're probably going to want to pick them first. So, it's like... You know, somebody will draft Jamar Chase. Ermy, yeah. did I say that right? Yeah, Jamar Chase. Somebody will draft Jamar Chase, you know, and then they'll be gone. You know, the next person sees Justin Jefferson there or whatever. They, they take him. Duh. So, like, a lot of people will – some people will just auto-draft. Like, they genuinely don't even oh my pick God. Why would any you, of their players. Why would they just say that? F it. But it's like, that's disgusting. Like, if you want on something like that, that's just – So, we're, we're going to run That's through. highly frowned upon. I think that's what I did years ago, and, and obviously I was asked. Yeah, that's like, not fun. Terrible. That's not fun. So, my team, we got an eight-team eight league. We've named the league, guys, the Goat Rope Association. It's bad <laughs> freaking ass. 
I've got uh, my team's called the Mavericks because of obviously my dog's name Maverick. If you follow the IG page, you know that. We've got uh, my boss at work wanted to be in it. Shout out John David Music. His team is called Wreck It Ralph. You've got a uh, Mar Shiesty, which is our buddy Marshall <laughs> Phillips. Shout out Marshall. He's over there getting his ID revoked over at the local pub here in Dalton. That's a <laughs> Parker can tell you about that later. Uh, we've got my wife Candace Gross, aka Mojo Doe. With the Muggles, if you're a, a, a Harry there Potter fan, uh, which, <laughs> f- fuck Harry Potter. I fucking hate Harry Potter. <laughs> Candace and Parker I like Candace it. and Parker like it. So Dude, it's good. It's so good. She, she's the Muggles. Uh, then you got Parker. You want to tell everybody your team name? Yeah, I've got Team Uncle Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Tosses pigskin quarter mile. <laughs> yeah. So Parker's Uncle Rico. Uh, his team slogan is vote for Pedro. <laughs> then you got uh, Parker's girlfriend, uh, Carolina, with Yeet. And what is – I can't know. Oh, she's got uh, the yeah. she's got Boo from uh, Monsters, Inc. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Then you've got uh, our buddy Max Maynard, Team Maynard. I can't tell what his – I think his is just a generic. Yeah, like he's just got like a generic you. emoji or something. And then you got uh, my buddy uh, Matt Cook. Uh, he's just got a net – he just named it himself. I don't think he's uh, modified it yet. I'll play him week one. Parker plays. Oh, Parker plays the Muggles on week yeah. one. So you better, you better get your team up for the Muggles. Can is better buckler chance trap. <laughs> Dude, I can't <laughs> see. Like the re- the whole reason I got in this is is one. It would be fun to do it with friends and family, but also another reason is like if you're not a big NFL guy, which I never considered myself to be. I love college, but now that I'm a little older, a lot of my favorite college players are in the NFL, so it makes it fun. Plus. Like, whenever we did sports bets at Cherokee, dude, it, it actually made basketball, like, fun. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. hate basketball. Like, I just – I can't. But, like, if I'm betting <laughs> on it, it, whether it's a dollar or ten dollars, it was fun as shit. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, it was I'm, awesome. I'm saying, like, fantasy's just fun because you'll be watching some, you know, like, if like you know how we're a Falcons fan? I'm not. It's like, either. well, I'm saying <laughs> – I'm saying, you know how that's yeah. disappointing. Yeah, it is disappointing. If that's yeah. all you have to look forward to every week is the Falcons yeah. disappointing you, like yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, no, I can be like, oh well, at least my fantasy team won. That's exactly right. Yeah, it gives you, yeah. And as a Falcons <laughs> fan, you have to find a plan B because they're going to disappoint you more times than than not. Yeah. So let's get into some politics, dog. I got some cool. Ooh. There's a lot of shit to talk about. It's getting dude. spicy. It is getting spicy. So <laughs> as you guys saw this week. Uh, yeah, so right here, Fulton Attorney, which me and Parker are based out of Dalton, Georgia, and honestly, like, us in North Georgia, us in uh, South Georgia, Savannah, you know, maybe some parts of Central Georgia, like Greenville, you know, we don't really consider Fulton County and those shitholes to be part of our state, but unfortunately, they are geographically, and they're the, they're, they're the son of bitches this week that's, that's brought Trump in to get the famous mugshot we'll talk about, but... The Fulton DA or the Fulton attorney, Fannie Willis, you know, some rat bastard that crawled out of the hole. Just wanted to make a name for What so. a piece of shit. Sets the Trump bond at $200,000. He should have set it to like $4 because Trump, you know, oh. Trump, Trump was like, I'm just not going to get coffee this week and I'm not going to get, you know, $200,000. But anyway. Exactly. 200K falls out of his pocket when he puts his fucking pants <laughs> on the moon. His driver's like, oh, yes. <laughs> Dude, he rolled into Fulton. With like, oh, okay, first of all, he had the entire Secret Service detail for him. I don't know if you guys know this, but past presidents, they don't just leave their Secret Service detail when they leave office. They follow them till they die. Like, because you were a, a president. I, I think it's not, 
I think it's not till you die anymore. It's till you die. Yeah. It still it's is. Till you die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like, because because still like, because because okay, because America. Because they're so hated. Like, well, what if you? Yeah. What if you like balled out like Trump and you have somebody that wants to assassinate you? Yeah. And then that made the news. Oh, the Secret Service sucks dick. They let an ex-president die. They don't want that. So they 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 had Secret Service GSP, which is Georgia State Patrol. Uh, they had like a full motorcade because if you can imagine Fulton County is in the armpit of fucking Atlanta. Like you get shot, like you know how Young Dolph got shot at a cookie store in Memphis. It's crazy. This place is like that. So yeah. Trump rolls in there. He get they the, the the motherfucker in Fulton County, whoever the DA is, booked him in to that nasty ass slum god county jail. He's a former president. This is unprecedented. Oh no, yeah, unprecedented. I'm saying. Um, dude, I, I was I was having a I was having a talk about politics like yeah. the other day with somebody, you know, and they were like, oh, you know, like like as the Republicans, you know, like we got to be the like civil ones and like we can't like stoop to their level and like blah blah blah. And I'm literally like, there. I'm like, Trump is about to be charged with like 700 years. That's what they said in prison. Like, you know what I mean? If convicted of all charges, supposedly, it literally said on Fox News 717 years. Yeah, if it's convicted. like no one thinks that's ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. I'll, I'll tell you what's absolutely insane. Like when it comes to Georgia, one of the yeah. charges that they're charging him with are RICO charges. What does that even mean? Dude, they have the, they invented them. They're, they're for they're for like the mafia and like organized what? crime. What the fuck? Is it's wrong? literally made, dude. It's made up. It's like, completely made up. When, when all you nonsense. guys were up and watching the late night uh, presidential candidate race between Joe Biden and and Trump, last, or, you know, last couple years ago, whenever that was, uh, that we were so embarrassed. Like my whole entire life, Georgia has never been a swing state. Yeah. Never. We've bled red, I mean, just forever. I mean, never. Now, maybe back in, like, the 70s and maybe 60s, we were, like, a more heavily Democrat, like, actual Democrat blue state. But when it flipped, like, in, you know, I guess in the 80s and 90s and ever since I was born, it's always been red. So, like, to see that our state was one of those hung up, like, it was almost like when somebody says, I have a two-inch grip on an eight-inch turd, and it was just, like, waiting to go. We're just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, okay, we voted Trump. And, like, what's fucked to me is, like, how those two counties that were, I think it was Fulton and it, two, two other counties that were just in the dead middle of fucking Coontown in Atlanta. And we're waiting on that shit to come down whenever the rest of the state, like, the majority of the state was red. That shit made me so mad. I was like, what the fuck's, what are they doing? And I know what they were doing. They're bringing shit out in totes and like scanning shit four or five times, and nobody wants to talk about that anymore. I'm but. saying they, I'm saying they, they won that election off of all the mail in, you know, all that nonsense. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like dude, scanning you, ballots five times, dude. You could you could mail in your vote and not even like you don't even have to show ID or anything like that. Some people got four or five ballots. Yeah, it's they, like, I'm, it would, I'm sure a bunch of dead people voted. You I'm know sure what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's crazy. But now they want. I don't even know. Like, what what were the charges based off of from Georgia that Trump was being indicted? I know. I know one was a RICO charge. Which Look that means, up and see what that de- like the definition of RICO charge. Look that up. Well, we we need to know. I'm telling you. Like, I don't know. We need to know. It's uh, it's to do with organized crime. They they the whole they invented. Is that like it. that Drake song where it says "Might get hit with the RICO"? 
Yeah. Are you kidding it's me? It's for gangs. What the fuck? Organized crime. What? He was a he was a sitting president it's, at the time. It's the it stands for racketeering, influenced, and corrupt organizations. Uh, so the Drake song might get hit with a Rico. Trump is literally facing a Rico charge. Literally, they're 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 just bringing shit out of the closet. Basically, dude. they're charging him with what Biden should be charged with, like right now. They're like, I am rubber, you are glue. Bounce off me, stick to you. They're, I mean, it's it's like, dude, they're they're always projecting. Like, you know what I mean? Always projecting. They're, they're always like, projecting. They're like, oh, Trump's in bed with Russia. No. Trump I'm- makes millions from China. Like Trump, this with Ukraine, like blah blah. No, like literally, they they have been proven that they are guilty of all everything they've ever They're accused like, him of. You guys are gender confused, but I shot my dick off. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously we're confused about it. Yeah, it's just fucking. Dude, retarded. listen to this, man. I saw so <laughs> I'm scrolling through Instagram and I follow just like ESPN because you know I'm like sports junkie. Oh of you course, know what I mean? yeah, absolutely. So. Dude, they have this whole post about like transgender laws in states and how those laws are spreading, and they're like, "Oh, oh like we can't." God. But dude, like you, I, I saw <laughs> just the other day. I saw there was some women's powerlifting record that you know one <laughs> of these you know wannabe girls, oh, you know, yeah. They broke the record by over 200 pounds. Because he's a fucking dude? Yeah. Well, duh. But it's just like, can you imagine, bro, can you imagine how low down and how much of a loser of a guy, and I'm not trying to say that about all these people. I just mean like this particular No, person. that guy's a fucking loser. Yeah. Fuck I'm him. saying, can you imagine the amount of loser that you have to be? I can't even To dude. actually go and break that record by over 200 pounds dude. and actually just think that like, oh, I'm the strongest woman in the world. Hear me roar. Yeah. like Let me untuck my dick. Yeah, dude, it's, it's fucking most, ridiculous, dude. It's insane. Dude, dude. it was kind of like, it's just like one of those facts of life. Like, I don't know if you follow David Goggins at all. Like that. I know who you're talking about. The Navy famous Seal Navy SEAL that... He woke up one day. He was like an overweight uh, Air Force veteran that was spraying bugs at like this nasty Western sizzling or something. And like roaches were crawling all over him. He had like a 45-minute drive to to work. He worked like night shift because he sprayed these restaurants for roaches and shit. He's chugging a milkshake, and he looks at himself in the mirror, and he goes like, I want more out of life than this. And he's famous for saying like who's going to carry the boats. Like he blasted through buds. He was a Navy SEAL. Anyway, he was saying that. And it's one of those things that, like, it's just a fact about, like, human anatomy. He said no one likes it. He's like, I said, I wonder why there hasn't been more than only, like, 10 black Navy SEALs ever. And the reason is, and people think it's fucking racist, but it's not. Because he's the one saying it. He's a fucking black guy. He was like, you know why there's not? is because in Bud's, you have to do this, like, hell week in a pool. And he goes, black people, like, the joke is, oh, black guys can't swim. Well, Dude, their bone density is literally more than any other ethnicity. They have, like, denser, heavier bones. So, like, swimming for them is literally a little bit harder because they just don't float. Like, he went uh, to a— I'm saying, I don't know about No, I'm that, serious. But... Like, David Goggs, like, so hear me out. So, he went to a YMCA. He was training for this before he went to Buzz. He's like, hey, I'm fat. I got to lose, like, 90 pounds in, like, six weeks. He did it. But he went to a YMCA— and he's training with this guy, and he's like, this. so the lifeguard at the YMCA was like, he's watching this, like, big, giant black guy that can't float. And so he's like, hey, man, uh, I got to learn how to be good in the pool because I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. And the guy's like, okay, yeah, I've taught thousands of people how to swim. I'm, I'm going to start off with teaching you how to float. 
So he's like in the, in the uh, uh, shallow end. He's holding David up. He's floating on his back. He's holding him up. He's like, okay, I'm going to let you go. Just like literally relax and float. And he would let go of him. He said, I would like torpedo to the bottom of the pool every time. And the guy's like, yeah, you're fucked. If you're going to be a Navy SEAL, you just you can't float. And you can't swim. And that's when he researched. He's like, black people have a higher bone density. And that's why they literally can't sustain swimming a lot. Think about it. Have you ever seen a lot of black Olympic swimmers? I'm just saying, like... No, that's true. But, like, it's the same thing as far as, like, men. But I'm saying, I think they're just not, like, into it. No, like, Parker, I'm telling you. Okay, he's, he's making me fact check this. Let me, let me see nah, what this Nah, you is. don't have to fact check. I'm saying, I believe, I'm saying I believe you. It's just, like... Let's see. I don't know. I'm saying, like... They could definitely swim, you know. No, I no, I'm saying they could definitely swim. I'm just saying like when you're talking about Navy SEAL training, you're not just like can you swim? No, I know. It's they like, try to kill them for real. They yeah, they call it drown proofing like they, I've seen it where they tie them up and stuff. They and have, have to just jump. bob for an hour. I've like, seen dude, that. Fuck that. That's crazy. Let's see here. I'm I'm going to look this up so people don't think I'm But yeah, that is facts that like if um like if you sank hard like that, no, that training would be like way. It would be a lot harder, dude. It okay. Listen, to this individuals of African descent have higher bone density and fewer fractures than <laughs> Caucasians, whereas Asians have small dick. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Have lower <laughs> fracture rates despite lower bone. Density. But I'm saying dude, I, it's a fucking fact. So he's being, dude. It's real. I hear now, you. Now, I'm may, just saying. Now, like, now maybe black people can, can swim. I'm just saying of everything we could be talking about right now. I, I, I'm fucking telling you guys. Like, <laughs> go look up David Goggins. It'll blow your mind. It's a fact. But it, but it's something that I, I. Okay, so I went down that giant black dense rabbit hole <laughs> to tell you that. Parker's saying, of course, a grown man can beat the fucking women's record by 200 pounds because they're well, fucking saying, built like different. We're different well, than women. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, yeah, it's like they they're trying to cover <laughs> up the fact that we're different. And it's like if you take a five, <laughs> if you take a five year old and you're like, hey, um, are boys different than girls? They're going to yeah. be like, uh, obviously, like, you know, Dude, yeah, it, it's yeah. nonsense. It's yeah. like they're it's like. Uh, they're like, they're like, don't believe your lying eyes. Like, you know what I mean? Like all of your instincts oh are completely wrong, but dude, like, yeah. And if they want to talk about science and stuff, it's like, yeah. Like you can't tell me that testosterone doesn't help you build muscle. It's it. That's what it got. You made can't it to tell do. me that if you have more testosterone flowing through your body, that doesn't literally physically change your body. Like, cause it, we know it does. That's why when women want to get pregnant and they had go to the doctor and they're deficient, they give them fucking estrogen to yeah, be they, able to create it's, it's human like, life is what women are like meant the, to do. These people want to have you believe that hormones mean nothing, but it's like these yes. trans people are yeah. literally pumping themselves full of hormones and, all the time. And, so it's like, what is it? Like, is it... And, like, you know what I mean? And we're going to get off the transgender shit, but like, this is something that I saw in that... What's that guy with the glasses that did like, are you a woman or what is a woman? Oh, the, what's that guy's uh, Matt name? Walsh. Matt Walsh. He, he literally cornered this dude, or not... Well, not dude, a lady. He was like, so... You and Big Pharma, you're offering this drug, and I forget what it's called because it's some crazy some hormone drug song. name. They're like, oh, yeah, we give that to, to young men, and, and whenever they decide they don't want it, it has no irreversible effect. It's what they give uh, these people in prisons that they try to— Oh, they to, chemically uh, castrate chemically, them with. Yeah, so you can't reverse that. No. Those poor kids, like even if they—say say they did for some reason, maybe 
their parents died and stopped making them go to this treatment, or they like woke up one day and said, "Hey, fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore." Or maybe they went to church. Maybe God God helped somebody, took somebody to church, and maybe got saved or something. And maybe they realized like I'm screwing my life up. Say they did go off that drug. Maybe they have their their dick and stuff, but it's useless. Yeah. So like by that, their life is over, dude. But I'm saying like that's crazy. Yeah, I'm saying. But what's even crazier is how they will literally do these surgeries on like kids. Yeah. Children. Yeah. Dude, it's so, we we got to get off, we got to get yeah, off. Yeah, we got to get off of it, but bad, it's dude. it's crazy. So, that's what I'm saying, that's what the Oliver Anthony guys talking about though. Like you're an old soul in a weird fucked up world like <laughs> seriously, you know? Yeah, it's just normal American Biden's America. So, this this is this is a story that's going to lighten it up a little bit. So this dentist uh, I believe his last name I wrote down was Rudolph or Randolph. Mr. Dr. Randolph went on a two-week African excursion on a safari, which is not... If you go to Africa, it's a huge ordeal. When you go pay these, like, giant, you know, hunting uh, outfitters or whatever, you're not just going to kill, like, a zebra. You kill, like, 20 things because it's like you're there for two weeks. Like, So it's a long... Like, when you go to Africa, you may not ever go there again, so you make the most out of it type hunting trip. So he's out there with his wife... And I don't know the backstory or like how this came to happen, but the story goes she was rummaging through their closet in their cabana, grabbed a 12 gauge and and had a negligent discharge, and it put a full load of buckshot through her heart. Wait, and, what? And, and he comes running in the room and says, "Oh my God, my wife just killed herself." But turns out he just put a four million dollar life policy on his wife before the trip. So he killed her. So he basically said, "I'm rich, bitch." Like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Dave Chappelle. I'm rich, bitch. Boom, and fucking popped her one in the center of the heart, Jesus dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So like, so it's just be careful when you go get your teeth clean, because dentists are crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Is that not wild? I and, believe it. And he did it in a foreign country thinking he would. Have you seen that movie it? where it's got Denzel Washington in it, but the plot of it's kind of like that? Like, uh, uh, is it where he's, uh, it's not Man on Fire, is it? It's like this, uh, like Denzel's having this like affair with this woman, but she's what? got a husband, and the oh. husband, it's like this giant, like, uh, this huge life insurance policy was taken out. And so she, like, fakes their deaths or whatever. Oh, shit. To get all the money or whatever. No, I haven't seen anyway, that. I What's can't, it called? I can't remember the name of it. But if it's, it's got it's Denzel a, in it, it's got to be good. It's a Denzel movie. Yeah, but he's good. not the bad guy, right? Like, he never plays a bad guy. Uh, I'm saying. He's just caught up in it, you think? It's a type movie where it's like you're kind of left to judge if he's a good guy. You know what movie? This is totally not related, guys, so fucking forgive me here, but I saw a Harrison Ford movie the other day called What Lies Beneath. That's a Have you seen that? No. That's a crazy, old, cool, like, early 90s movie. It's badass. Oh, uh, yeah. I it's like Harrison it. Ford. I like Harrison Ford. Oh, he's bad. Oh, he's actually a bad guy in this. Oh, really? It'll blow your mind, yeah. It's bad. So go watch it. Okay, my movie recommendation for the week <laughs> is What Lies Beneath, Harrison Ford. I think it's got Michelle Pfeiffer. It's badass. Like, he's... Anyway... I, I kind of ruined it because I told you here's Ford's bad guy. Anyway, go watch it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, moving down the line. Oh, my God, dude. This is so good. Biden and Maui, what a fucking shit show. 
Did you hear any of the news clips from that? Dude, I'm saying I saw him fall asleep at the conference. It's worse than that. You didn't hear what he said? Oh, yeah, how, um, you know, they asked him, you know, what he had to say about it. He's just like, oh, no comment. Dude, no, no. You, you don't even know. Okay, so. Yeah, what happened? So the, the death toll for Maui, those poor people in Maui, like, first of all. Okay, first of all, I blame the infrastructure and the government locally in Maui. Yeah. For, like, Christ, man. Like, you know, guys not have a cell phone or a fire alarm. Or fucking dude, no, that's, they, dude, they have a whole alarm system set up what for like hurricanes it? and stuff. Nobody put batteries in it? Dude, so this is a whole rabbit hole as to what the hell is even going on. Was that there. on purpose? Dude, so here, what I heard was that, so there's some guy in the local government in yeah. charge of like the water and like water usage or whatever, you know? Because they're on an island. Yeah. Yeah. And so I heard that... Like the fire broke out and everything, and so he literally was trying to consult and talk to like local farmers, like if what? he could use water to fight the fires, like instead of just doing it from from their irrigation like, while the place was on fire. Wait, what? I swear, man. Like, was it okay? So, did anybody know where it started? Was it a forest fire? They do. They haven't released anything. It's so suspect, okay, well, dude. And do you want to hear something else that I heard that's insane? I want to hear it. Yeah. So, oh well. Anyways, dude, about about them not using water to put out the fire. Yeah, dude, they're they're an island. How do they not put just some fat pump in the ocean and just start spraying seawater all over a fire? Like, well, what, you know what happens I mean? when you put salt water on the fire? It still would put it out. Nothing? It's water. I don't know. Salt's not gonna burn like yeah, that. I, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you're. I want to think you're right, but I want to say like, well, maybe you're right. Nah, dude. Maybe it they would have definitely to. put it out. Because like you can't just have a fire hydrant. But I'm saying in Maui. they. But I'm saying yeah, no, dude. They they have a bunch of there's natural water like there. You know what I mean? They just didn't use it. Yes. But oh, so what I was gonna say was uh, in uh, once I Candace is trying to get you. Hey man, we got Mojo Doe in here. She's feeling pretty good on a margarita from uh, Pablitos. How you doing, man? What do you have to say for yourself? Have you drank your bottle of water yet? Here, say something to the fans about the team muggles for your uh, – here, here's the mic. It's a hot mic. It's a hot mic. Here you go, boys. The muggles. I'm going to win fantasy football this year. No. That's what you're – okay, who do you play week one? Yeah, hold on, here she is. Parker. Yeah, she plays me What's your uh, What's your strategy for your team? Beat the shit out of everybody. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, can I have another beer, man? One of your uh, – so, uh, shout out to Candace. She does a hell of a job keeping us uh, nice and hydrated out here in the shop. It's about 400 fucking degrees out here in Georgia. We're, yeah. we're the last week of August. <laughs> Me and Parker are literally melting. And uh, you guys better go give us a like, share, subscribe, and go give us a review over on uh, Podcast Land. But here we go. Let me see if, uh, Parker, this is the thing I wanted you to hear. Oh, oh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, the crazy ahead. thing I was going to tell you about yeah. that Maui stuff. Oh, we're still on Maui. Go ahead. So, do you remember in. Uh, 2017 how there was that shooting in las vegas yes at yes that concert or whatever yeah the, the, the J- jason aldean concert yeah so Ooh, i don't want one of those thank you i guess we're drinking that <laughs> nasty ass blue smirnoff christ but okay, uh that'll, that'll be fine anyway so you remember that massacre you know yes that, dude yeah where he was just shooting out the window Steven, uh yeah yeah i forgot so, his name steven paddock so dude crazy listen psycho. to this the the police 
she, oh, he's a chief there. He's the a chief in Maui. The chief that oversaw that like shooting and stuff? Yes. The same guy is overseeing all that stuff in Maui. Yeah, dude. That's, that, you can't tell me that's not related. You can't tell me that's not weird. What the fuck, man? Like, like why so, is he there now? It's so in your face. Like, they don't even give a shit anymore. But, so, dude, yeah, like, how how did they let the whole damn thing just burn down? Dude, that's why. Okay, so, guys, this little clip. Like, what do we pay taxes for? This little clip I'm going to play, you guys, is literally Biden... As he's, I guess he's mic'd up. They've mic'd up this like dead walking corpse called the U.S. President. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Literally <laughs> fucking. He's propped up with like Loctite and super glue, Permatex and like a uh, hemorrhoid cream and diapers and like he's fu- he's just fucking dead, dude. Like this guy has no idea where he's at. <laughs> so there's like the chief of police in Maui is literally walking him through this disaster zone. And meanwhile, the body count as of today, what's today's date? It's nine. It's the twenty sixth. It's the twenty sixth of August. The body count is up to three hundred and eighty eight fucking people that died here. And you think this guy would show a little bit of like reverence and like being like peaceful and saying, "I'm so fucking sorry." Like, what can we do to get? Uh, maybe we can give fucking Maui some money instead of Ukraine. Give them eight billion dollars. You know, you would think, or at the least, just pretend to care. You know, at least put on a face. But this is what this fuck face has to say about Maui. Let's see if I can play it. You guys catch the boots out here? What does that mean? You guys catch the boots out here? Hello, everybody. He's literally standing next to the chief of police, and he goes, it sure is. He said, it sure is hot out here. What, a fu- what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, a giant sweeping wildfire just massacred 400 people. And all you can say, standing out in the street in front of thousands of people, it says, wow, it's hot out here. Are you fucking kidding me? It's just a joke, man. How about don't say anything? I got to turn this. Okay, and also, let me see dude, if I do can you remember, find... Dude, do you remember when... Um, when that earthquake or whatever hit Puerto Rico and Trump was out yes. there shooting the paper towels like basketballs. You remember that? Oh my God. I remember that. <laughs> so, so you guys, you guys listen to this. This is Joe Biden boarding air force one at the airport at Maui. And this is the citizens that followed him and Dr. Fucking Jill Biden out here. Listen to what they had to say to these guys. <laughs> nothing. Thanks for nothing. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! And Reagan, fuck you, Joe Biden! Fuck you! Yeah, nothing. Uh, he's like, uh, you ever seen Caddyshack, where uh, where where uh, the main character Danny thinks he knocked up the waitress at the country club? Her name is uh, he's some Scottish chick. Uh, I, yeah, she's like yeah, she's some Irish, and and he she goes, oh, Danny, I'm pregnant, and she goes, you know what? <laughs> You know what? I'll just marry you then. She goes, oh, yeah. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for nothing, Oh, Daddy. yeah, you fuckhead. Thanks for nothing. That's exactly what these poor fucking Maui people are saying to, <laughs> to Joe Biden, man. Thanks uh, for nothing. Thanks for saying it's fucking hot. And get back on your, your freaking uh, rolling retirement home. They call Air Force dumb. And get the F but, back but to man, the mainland. Here, here's, here's something I want to say is like, Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. That was TikTok there. Go ahead. Dude, I'm saying as much money in taxes that every person that just exists here has to pay. Dude. You're telling me they can't put out a fire? Like, you know what I mean? Speaking of that. Like, what do they do? Like, I mean. Speaking of that, let me let me play this. So, this, this is a shout out to uh, Oliver Anthony. 
I don't know what news channel this is on or if this is on YouTube or what, but this guy needs a freaking raise because he, he read everybody's mind. Listen to this shit. Got me wondering why I'm not more mad, actually. Mad that I, I pay taxes on a home that I already own, paid for by a paycheck I already paid taxes on, that I fix with materials that I buy and pay more taxes on when I purchase them. Taxes that essentially have me working from January to June for free. Yeah, I was driving into work, listening to that song, thinking, look, I pay 50% of my income to government at various levels, and yet the bridge by my house has been closed for a year with not so much as a spray paint line on the ground or a start date. <laughs> yet, when I hit a pothole and get a flat tire on roads that I'm taxed to drive on, I have to wait on hold for hours sometimes to get a human only to tell me, sorry, we're not going to pay for your tire. I have no recourse. My dollars were 17 cents less than it was two years ago, but you don't reduce my taxes any. Dude, yeah, fuck that. You know what? It, 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 and you know what's really sad is when you hear it out loud, when you hear it that, to your that face. That guy's from Newsmax. He's good. Newsmax. Okay, that's what I was. But, like, you, you know, like, we all live day to day, and, like, you get your paycheck every week, and you're like, yeah, Jesus Christ, I wonder where that money goes. Probably Ukraine. And then to actually hear somebody say it out loud. It's like in your face, you're like, damn, they do like literally fuck us every day. Every day. Every week. Every day. And and when you need something from them, it's like they're never home. It's not even every week. I'm saying like he's saying anytime you buy literally anything, it's taxed. Taxed again. Taxed again. It's like, dude, it's, dude income tax is legalized theft. It's you know literally, I mean? literally nuts. Oh, and what's crazy is in my notes here for the show notes, I wrote down 110 died. I think I wrote that down. I think I texted you Tuesday about the show. So from Tuesday to now, like we said, August 26, 388 souls have died, passed away, gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. Should have, shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have happened. Yeah, definitely shouldn't have happened. And let's move on to, oh, my God, dude. This is good. Putin kills the Wagner fucking head. Yeah. HBIC. It's crazy. What about that? What's your thoughts on that? I mean, we could have saw that one coming. <laughs> what was the over and under on that? Why didn't we bet on yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> we should have bet on Putin doing that. <laughs> Dude, so you're telling me, like, what was his name again? Do we even know his, his name? His name something Pergosia. Pergosia. We, you know, he stages a coup. You know, some could say he was almost successful. He put a dent in something. And then, mysteriously, it all was like chill. Yeah, so. What happened there? I mean, like the whole. If, I mean, if you hadn't heard anything about this, just generally what happened was that the Prigozhin guy, he was like critical of like Putin's like military decisions, and yeah. he was kind of just like you know they're like, getting their ass kicked because he's a mercenary, yeah, and he's like you know like well I think we should be doing you know this or whatever, but he would say it like publicly, yeah, and so you know of course that made Putin mad, not a good move. But then you know that Prigozhin guy claims that a bunch of you know, Russian helicopters and troops like just started firing all over all of them. They did though, didn't they? they yeah, a bunch and of them. so yeah. then you know they retaliated and fought you know the Russians back or and whatever. And they were kicking their ass. Yeah, and so, but I guess you know Putin talked to Prigozhin and you know I guess you know made peace with them and then you know decided to kill him in this plane crash. Dude, yeah, and like it's no surprise to nobody. So you stage a coup under. You know, like Parker just said, against Putin, which he's not known for being a Boy Scout. You act like you're chill, probably go back to, oh, look, that's that's the one I just watched about Najee Harris. Sorry, guys, we're talking about fantasy football. 
And uh, yeah, big surprise. You stage a small scale coup against Russia, go back to normal, and then you mysteriously die on a plane. I would, okay, if I was Pergosia, I would have never gotten on a plane. Like, drive me out of the yeah. country. Like, are you, why would you do that? He was on a civilian plane. Yeah, and like I'm saying he was on just like a normal like when you go get on an airplane. Yes, like would, there were a bunch of innocent people a, that died. A in the commercial world. flight, but you, yeah, you can't tell me a jet didn't just take them down, or somebody didn't step out on a back deck with a fucking Sam missile and shot him. That's pretty easy. Yeah, to do. I'm saying <clears throat> something went down. Like something that. went down. It's it's not a mystery. No. Like I mean, <laughs> it's not a uh, it's not a mystery. So. Uh, if you guys missed it, uh, was it last night or two nights ago the GOP debate was on? It was it last I night. I think it was two nights, two nights ago. ago. So the GOP debate finally kicked off, and it was something that you know when you're when you're leaning up into an election year, it's always you know there, it, it's kind of like going into fantasy football. Really, it's like this guy's going to be good. This guy has this policy. This guy's got this strategy in mind. You really don't know shit until the bullets start flying. They say every good battle plan sounds great. Until the first shot goes off. Well, it's just like what happened in the GOP debate. I don't know if you saw any of it, Parker, but Vivek Ramaswamy. I saw, like, the highlights. He fucking won. Like, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, opinions. Oh, yeah, they hate him. Dude, like, so since Trump was, it was a day before Trump went to Fulton County and turned himself in. So he actually simultaneously, and I think this was strategic, he and Tucker Carlson was on that X platform, which was formerly known as Twitter, they did their own show. Tucker Carlson interviewed Trump as the same time as a GOP debate. Now, I think Trump will eventually be on debates, but on this first one, he was absent. And everybody was up there and walking. Chris Christie, you had uh, Ramaswamy, you had that... Uh, Mike Pence. Nikki Haley, Mike Pence. You know, fuck Mike Pence. Yeah, ass, fuck man. all Piece of, of them shit. Other than Vivek, really. And what was so funny is like Vivek was like, I'm the only one up here that's not a super pack puppet that's been bought I off. I saw that. That pissed him off so bad. Yeah. And like Mike Pence is so is such a pro Ukrainian agenda, dude. I hate it. Like, and and Vivek was like, literally, why can't we just be about America? Yeah. He's like, why can't we use those resources to shore up our southern border? Yeah. And, like, what the... F- I, I want to know why it's that because, made them so mad. Dude, but I'm saying it's because of the... I'm saying these are... Paid for. Establishment people that mm-hmm. he was talking to. And I'm saying they're all for the military, you know, the military-industrial complex, all that Money, crap. money. Yeah. So they're all for that war in Ukraine, you know? It's absolutely but it's incredible. Like, dude, that's one of those issues where, like... You can be like, oh, that's an establishment guy. You instantly know it. Because it's like, that's the only reason you would support that crap over there. You know what's funny is like since COVID, since Trump, the Trump era, which I voted for Trump both times, believe it or not. I mean, I, I, I love his policies. Now, the only gripe I have about Trump is as being a pro-MAGA, pro-Trump, pro-America first, a nationalist. Like, I, I firmly believe in America first policy. Me too. I, I hate all this endless bullshit wars. Parker's the same way. The only thing that I, I I've grown to not appreciate about the Trump era is, and I know it's not his fault, but like I love Trump and I love his policies. I hate all the bullshit and the drama. Yeah, it's like I'm I saying, love him. Like he's a great guy. He's he he is the he, greatest he's a president. Crass, you know what I mean? He, he, and it's almost like I hate to say this out loud, but he he is almost like so. It's not an arrogance. Because he's, I mean, I guess he's a little arrogant, but he's very conceited 
to where he he has to have the final word, and it seems like he's arrogant. But, I mean, like, the dude knows he's right, but I think sometimes he should have kept the cards close to his vest instead of being like, fuck all of you guys. And, like, I'm like he yeah, could have done it without pissing people off. I yeah, think. I'm saying you have to understand that they have been this hostile and toxic toward him from the first second he ever said he was going to run. They would rather kill him. But, but I'm saying yeah. it's like I feel like a lot of him being like that is a lot of – it's like reactionary out of like, oh, my – like they hate yeah. me so much. Yes. Like screw y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, you know, part of me kind of likes that. I like the anti-establishment. I like it too, but I, I know what you mean. I'm telling you guys, if you voted for Trump in the past, seriously – I'm not trying to swage you, and Trump might just blow through all these pieces of shit and win the primary again. And you know what? I'd be fine with that too. But if you like Trump and you like him and his policies, go rewatch the debate, watch the highlights, listen to Vivek on the PBD podcast and other platforms. His policies and what he is, you I'm telling you, if you vote, if you're a Trump voter, you really are gonna like Vivek. I think he's I think he's like Trump. It's like if you order a Trump sandwich and say, hold the bullshit. And I want yeah. all the policy. That's kind of what Vivek, Vivek is to me. I yeah, like I, um, I've heard that I've heard him say that he, you know, wouldn't accept like being vice president or something like that to him. Yeah, but I really think he should. I think he should too. Because it's like if you're one of these GOP people, it's like you're not going to beat Trump. Like you know what I mean? You're Dude, just you're not. not. You're not. And there was like four candidates up there where I was like, the I don't even know who the fuck they were. Like you still don't even know who they are, and it, dude, and it's like, uh, like Mike Pence especially, dude, I hate pisses that guy. me off because He's a piece of shit, dude. His talking points to make himself look good are like, oh well, me and Donald Trump, like in the Trump Pence era, like we did all this good, and it's like you're you're literally oh just hyping God. up who we should vote for. This Trump, like you know and, what I mean, <laughs> and and on top of that, and on top of that, dude, like when Trump was actually like, hey. This election might have been fucked up for me. No one stood behind him, and no. Pence was the first one to yeah, go. Yeah, he could have. Pence let left. Pence was like left the chat. It was yeah. like fuck this. You, you know, like my old history teacher used to say, uh, the French had a policy uh, called laissez faire, which means I know what you a, mean. I know a, what that it's means. a hands off policy. Yeah, like Pence was like laissez faire, motherfucker, and flew on his jet back to wherever the, you know. Nantucket Island or wherever the fuck he's from. Yeah. So listen to some of these uh, highlights. I think this is really cool for you guys that haven't had a chance to even hear this guy. He's very well-spoken. I think he's Indian. I think that's his nationality. Of course, he's an American. Uh, he's a self-made billionaire. Totally self-funds his uh, campaign. Is not a bought puppet like most of these motherfuckers up on stage. And uh, there's a lot of stuff on here that's very uh, attractive to me as a voter. So let's see if this will play local level to allow public schools to compete and then revive our national identity where every see, high school this, state, honest to god your claim that donald trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible he's talking if to Chris your Christie. entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man mr ramaswamy you would not support an increase of funding to ukraine I would not. And I think that this is disastrous. Of course it is. Against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States. Hell yes. So to the education question, how would you deal with the crisis? So look, we have a crisis of achievement. Let's shut down the head of the snake, the Department of Education. 
Take that $80 billion, put it in the hands of parents across this country. This is the civil rights issue of our time. Allow any parent to choose where they send their kids to school. End the teachers' unions at the local level to allow public schools to compete. And then revive our national identity where every high school senior should have to pass the same civics test that, frankly, every immigrant, including my mother, had I like to pass that. I agree in order with to that. become I like a that. citizen of this country. How about if you're going to graduate high school, you should be proud of where you fucking grew up. And you should know about history. Like, that's what's sad, dude. Like, these ripping up of Confederate monuments, changing the, the, the Washington Redskins to some fucking made-up bullshit, left wokest whatever the fuck they're called, the commanders, that's bullshit. It's like these people's understanding of history is just completely wrong. Yeah. Okay, okay, have the, okay, here's a great example. Have the Jewish people, have the people in the Jewish nation come all the way to Auschwitz and they want the Holocaust Museum ripped down? I would say no. They no. I'm saying they're the people that they're they're proud of preserve it. the history and and not that because they don't want it to happen again and not that they're proud of the atrocities and the unimaginable suffering that those people went through just because they were freaking Jewish. Not that they're proud of that, but how about that person in that gas chamber died to teach a lesson to the rest of humanity that says, hey. This is some evil. You cannot let evil like this walk the earth. No. Ever again. Just like, guess what? The Civil War wasn't like a great shining achievement of our nation, but it fucking happened. And guess what? It happened. It's history. You can't change that. Dude, but I'm saying here's here's my perspective on it is that, like, um, like, the whole world was so different back then. Yes. That people don't even. Like it, we we can't even compute. Like you know what I mean? No. Like we can't even possibly understand how different the world was. Like no. You know, in like eighteen hundred or something like that. You know? Exactly. But I'm saying, like, you know, you can say what you want about America, but it's like, like yes, slavery was awful and all that, but it's like we fought a war killing millions of our own people to end it brother against brother but you know what i'm saying father against son it's like millions of people died it was terrible like so that they could be freed like you know what i'm saying yes so it's just like it's like yes that was a horrible thing that happened but it's just like it happened for a reason like you know what i'm saying it was a good reason yeah and and like the civil war is like I'm saying like I I read a I read a book a long time ago about like Robert E. Lee and yeah. his thoughts on like everything, you know? Yeah. And he was very like not cool with like the war the civil war, like in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But his his biggest thing that he like that he was hung up on was that he was like, I don't agree with um the military marching on you know, Civilians. its own country. Yeah, you can't do that. And so he was like, I'm defending Virginia. Because back then, like back then, people weren't like how we are, like how me and you were like, we're Americans. Like, you know what I mean? They were state. Back then, yeah. yeah. Robert E. Lee, he was like, I'm a Virginian. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's how people thought back then. Yeah. But then after the Civil War, we actually like became one country, yeah. like actually, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And people refer to themselves as Americans. Yes. But you know what I mean? He was very like, 
like he like i'm saying there were so many people that were put in such a messed up position of being like you know it was like if the national guard marched on downtown dalton yeah you'd have people like no fuck that yeah you're not gonna be you're gonna be like i'm on my home's side like you you know what i mean because they're gonna draft you into your freaking it's like there were so many people that and robert e lee went to west point in in the north, dude. The best. Like, the he would have been in the. He would have been in the Northern Army if the Civil War. He would have been in the U.S. Yeah, Army exactly if the Civil War hadn't have broke out. They asked. They asked him to lead the uh, wow. Union Army, and wow. he said no. Like That's my right. loyalty belongs to Virginia. Wow. Like you know. That's a man of principles, dude. But I'm saying like, but people want to act like, oh, that guy is literally like the devil or something. Like, he loves killing black people. That's not true. That's not what it was. But it's like these people don't understand history, and so it's like no. And a lot uh, of the Civil War, nobody says it's about. It was about states' rights too. But yeah, it's it like just about slavery. But it's like if you're a smart person, you're like, no, we need to preserve everything to do with the Civil War to teach our nation, our nation, a lesson of like, no, these millions of people died so yeah. that we could be united like this. Yes. And so it's it's just crazy. A man. great nation is not born out of fluff, unicorn farts, and chopping dicks off. It's born out of fucking fire like the phoenix it's like shit happens you know but it's just like it's like any good thing like it's not easy and isn't it funny how the left chooses like they pick and choose shit like okay we want to like pretty much erase civil war from everybody's minds but what about uh the civil rights movement that was a terrible time for african-americans but you guys want to talk about that all the time people were hung in trees people were you know crosses burning the yards but it's like they want to they want to celebrate that but what but what's crazy is that all those people doing all that horrible stuff those yeah. were democrats it, it absolutely was i'm it saying was Ab- definitely democrats. i'm saying abraham lincoln was the first republican yes. president you know people yes. forget that like literally the republican party was founded on ending slavery like literally that's exactly right yeah but people act like oh you know like uh, the democrats installed all of the welfare the ghettos all the stuff that keeps that not not people, but that like form low of like people that low are low income, down. Low income. It's like they want to keep the low down people low, and they yes. want them to want to like. They make it easier for you to be a piece of shit if you're down there. It's like yeah, they shouldn't incentivize. You want a free house? Boom. You want to be a single mom and not have a dad in the home? Boom. We're gonna pay you shit every month. That's but what it, I'm saying. But yeah, and, and it's like I think that people should get help like that. The people that really truly need it, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But yes. it's like if you're just messing the system up, then like you're just a dirtbag. If you know? you're five foot three and five hundred pounds, and you use welfare to buy your bag of fudge rounds, just like exactly. Oliver Anthony, yeah, same thing. So the GOP debate, we got on a tangent there. <laughs> so the GOP debate, the highlights of it was Vivek sounded like Trump without the bullshit. Everyone attacked him in Trump's absence, and it was kind of weird how they put Vivek in the center of the stage so everybody else could look inward and, and be like, attack him. But honestly, his first ever debate, now he's a very he's a very good public speaker, as you heard in the clip there. Uh, he actually had answers for everything, and he was like, if you'd like to have a conversation, let's talk about it. But people attacking him were like, ah, you know, fuck you. Like, I don't want to hear your... your uh, your rhetoric or whatever. So he did a great job as he was attacked. Chris Christie sounded like a pro-government whipping boy. What a fat fuck. What Nobody a, likes him. No, he's a piece of shit. Dude, like, some of these people, it's like, why are they even running? Dude, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And uh, let's say Pence is pro-Ukraine. We just talked about that. 
So um, is Nikki Haley. Big who time. was pro America besides? Okay, so DeSantis, I have to give him a little bit of props. He was he's kind, second best for sure. He's second. Well, he's third best. Trump, Vivek, and then DeSantis. Oh well, yeah, I wasn't talking about Trump. No, yeah, I just but, meant the people other than yeah. Trump. Yeah, at the debate. Okay, whenever they said uh, they literally asked everyone on the panel, and this is a GOP panel. You would think like it would be unanimous, and everybody would be like, yeah. But when they asked like if Trump won the primary. Would you support him? And with a show of hands, would you support Trump if he was the one the Republican primary? The Vex hand shot up, and everybody looked around. And then people slowly. I started. saw that. I was like, "Fuck you guys! He's on your team." Yeah, like he's literally on your team. The, the, but it, yeah, it's it, like that's what I'm talking about. It's like if, if that same situation were reversed yeah. for the Democrats. Do you? Th- I'm saying they yeah. are all lock and step Democrats. Yes. Like you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like Republicans, and it's like it's part of our problem is like we like are we actually think for ourselves. So there is the possibility of turning on each other. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Well, I, in the in the same thing is like you have to. I don't even know how to say this. Like you can't turn on Trump. Though. You can't turn your back on the same. Say you lost to Trump again in the primary, support his ass. It's like all of, like, not all of them, but it's like literally most of them, Trump literally helped get them elected. Yes. And then they want to run against him. It's like, why? The thing that I can't truly believe, and I I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but dude, do you think the the Democrat Party is going to run Biden again? No. They can't. Somebody said they are. There's no way. If they do, they're just super arrogant, and it's going to bomb but them. But I'm, I'm saying if they were smart, they would run Gavin RFK. Oh, but he, they, he, they won't because he he's not run. established. He, he won't run for him, yeah. But, he's like Vivek on their side. but he yeah. Some of his policies are kind of fucked, but I like mostly what he says. I'm saying he at least strikes me as someone who believes what they're saying and isn't just lying their ass off yes. about everything. Let me flip back to uh, – some sports here. Then we're going to go over our SEC picks and we'll close this thing out. So Baker Mayfield is named the starter for the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, you mean the Buccaneers? Buccaneers, yeah. This week. Yeah. That, I, what the fuck, man? They what don't do have mean? anybody. Baker Mayfield sucks. He's fucking <laughs> But terrible. I'm saying their problem is like, would you rather play him or like Kyle Trask or whoever Oh my backup God, is? Dude. And what's sad to me is like, I kind of like Baker whenever. Their team's okay. What happened to him in Carolina? He just... He, he got uh, to the playoffs, didn't he? Nah. Or, or what was that playoff game he played in with the Rams, right? Flew in, yeah, played with the Rams, he went, play- off. It was he went a, off. Yeah. It was a playoff game. No, I don't think – no, no, no. It was a it regular was a, was season a, game. No, it was not like a division They final. didn't make the playoffs. Okay. It was just – it was like one of the last games of the regular season. It was important. It was an important game, though. Yeah, yeah. It was a big yeah, game. Yeah, and he flew in and, went, like, killed that shit. Oh, yeah. He he was on the team for literally, like, three days or something like that. Yeah. And then went out there and did that. They gave him the playbook, like, while he was on the plane from I, – I, I think that situation in Carolina, I mean, it's like that coach got fired. That oh. whole team was just not that good. Yeah. Like, I actually think – in Tampa Bay, I mean, he's going to have a good defense and a lot of weapons. Like, they might be okay. I mean, you know, the NFC South is just weird this year. Do you think a guy at Tampa can kind of be shitty but hide behind a decent team? Uh, I mean, no, because it's like if that were the case, Brady would have – Won another one. Gone. I but, mean, they, but they weren't that good. They lost a lot of people, didn't they? Uh, They weren't the same team that won the Super Bowl when he won. 
Yeah, like for some reason the like the offense just was not the same. Not at productive. All. No, like they couldn't run. They at lost all. Gronk. They lost their groove. Yeah, they lost Gronk. I like, can't believe Brady came back after that. He should have just went out, dude. Why uh, the fuck would you not just go out on top? I'm saying, dude, he is it like the guy that's just like he keeps saying, "Well, fuck, I'll just get one more." Well, I'll just get one I'm, more. I'm saying, dude, it's like he loves football. Like, he does you know, truly I'm love saying, it. He's never not been a football player. His wife was like, peace out. He's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to keep working exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> no, he, no, he truly, he but truly But it's like, you can't it. tell. It's like telling Michael Jordan he can't play basketball anymore. You know what I mean? It's just Let me like, see. Uh, oh, my God, dude. The Johnny Menzel documentary. I haven't seen it. Is it good? I, no, no. I want to see it. I saw a guy talk about it, and then I rewatched like – this film that came out like three years ago that said how bad was Johnny football actually, and it showed his rise from like college to his fall in the NFL. And dude, it's fucking sad. Like he's so good, I think, that but he's just gotten his own way. He just got the money, and it went to his head. God, and- dude, it was so sad. Like his rookie camp to Cleveland. Now he went in. He was the twenty seventh pick overall in the draft when he won the Heisman. He only played two years at A and M. He won the Heisman as a freshman, first time that had ever happened in history of NCAA, and he won it in a, you know, in six months. Like they won, they went to his last bowl game was the Chick Fil A game against Duke, where they had a, they were down thirty eight seventeen in the second quarter, Parker, and he led a comeback and he won. That's like Brady beating the Falcons when they were down, you know, thirty points. Yeah, <laughs> and he single handedly like brought his team back. He goes off. He's the 27th pick in the overall in the NFL draft. He goes to rookie camp. They can't fucking find him on day two. The team's like, where the hell is Manziel at? That's crazy. He's drunk in his trailer late. How do you do that? Are you know. kidding me? Dude, and it's like the NFL, that requires like all of your effort, attention. Like, it's no your job. You are, you it's know? not like, oh, I'm now. What? Uh, you care if I make a run? Yeah, go me? ahead. I'll keep it going. <laughs> So it's not like, like like what Parker's saying is like it's not like you can, you know, you're going to college two a days, you're going to class, you're you know you've got other stuff going on, you got a little bit of free time. When you're an NFL quarterback, you are in the National Football League. That is what you do. Now you have an off season, of course, but I think Manziel's biggest um, Achilles heel or whatever you want to call it is literally his personality, super addictive personality. Very, uh, like when he got there, like he got that first check, whether it was a rookie or whatever his contract was, I don't know the exact, but when the money started rolling in, like Parker said, it was almost like he literally was like, okay, I've made it, I'm good, whatever. Like his first couple games, like I don't even think he started an NFL game until it was like week 14. And like this kid was wrecking Alabama. Like I'm talking in 2012 – like, he went in and wrecked number one Alabama in Tuscaloosa on a number 15 rank A&M when they first got into the SEC. He was on the A&M team when they inaugurally invited to the SEC. Uh, freshman quarterback, didn't even, wasn't even named the starter till fall camp, goes to Tuscaloosa, wrecks Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide. And by the way, fuck the Crimson Tide. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like, you can't – okay, when you go to Tuscaloosa – I don't care what the team is or the structure or the dynamic. If it's a Nick Saban-led football team and you have to play in Tuscaloosa, 
in T-Town, that's a fucking tough place to play. Oh, yeah. Whether they're on the decline or whatever, we're going to get into that. But Alabama, dude, that's a, that's like – I mean, anybody on the road is a tough game. But as a freshman, like, dude, like he freaking chopped up the Alabama defense, ran all over them. He had – Manziel, to give you a glimpse, and you guys that – I mean, maybe we have listeners out there that didn't watch him play back in 2012. I – Go watch some highlights. It'll blow your freaking mind. But this kid had two different games or 500-yard-plus games. That's never happened in the history of college football ever since then. I'm talking yeah, T- that's crazy Tebow never did it. Cam Newton never did it. All these Heisman winners never did it. Bryce Young, fuck him, never did it. I'm saying, like, dude, 500 fucking yards. I'm talking Russian TDs passing. Multiple games over 500. He won the Heisman as a freshman. I'm just saying, like, this guy should have been a prodigy. He had his whole life in front of him. Uh, he ends up fizzling out at the Cleveland Browns. What a shithole to fizzle out on. You know, if he went to a different team, maybe had a mentor. But when you get to the NFL, you don't want your hand to be held the whole time. You're a grown fucking man. Handle your shit. He didn't. And uh, he was hanging out with Drake, LeBron James. Like, he was just fucking living his best life. And it was like, you know, dude, like, fucking play some football. Your name's Johnny Football, like, literally. <laughs> like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like. It's sad. Um, we'll get that out. It's just that that commitment level's different than NFL, man. It's, it, yeah, it's a freaking, uh, it's supposed to be your life. It's your job. It's like a, it's almost oh. like if, it, it's, it, am I on the mic still? Yeah, you good. It's it's almost like if Tiger Woods was like, "Oh yeah, I have a major coming up, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go like, I'm gonna go play lacrosse for four days and get drunk at a bar and do some cocaine." It's and like then be a, it's like up. it's like be a dumbass in the off season, you know? Or, Dude, I don't know. He he could have been in the NFL today. He could have been a veteran guy. Yeah, he could he could have been a Pro Bowler, but we'll never fucking know. So moral of the story is he fizzled out. Uh, he bounced around. Uh, I don't know if he ever went anywhere other than the Browns. He got cut from the Browns. Pretty much left the left the NFL. Went to the Canadian Football League. Uh, same story. Followed him there. He was late to practice. Because the, hey, they they are good, man. He got that drafted. Canadian Football League is good. He got drafted by Montreal. The black and yellow team was like the Steelers. He got drafted by them before the first game. That whole team cut him. He practiced for two months. Before their first home game, they cut his ass. He started for the – fuck, I don't know, man. Some A team, some white, red, blue team. He played like two games. It was the same situation. Like, he never could find his footing, throwing interceptions, fumbling shit. And you're just like, dude, this guy's a Heisman SEC winning quarterback, and he can't throw a fucking pass? Yeah, you're just like, he, he, he's, he's, he's out of his own head. He couldn't find he, it. I, I, he was just drinking too much and, you yes. know, eating whatever he wanted and all that other bad so, stuff. So, I've got mixed feelings about the documentary. I kind of want to watch it, but I almost want to remember Johnny as the SEC champion he was. I just want to, like, have that in my head on him. I don't really want to go into the, the documentary. I feel like it's going to be a, a hot, flaming dumpster fire is what that's going to be like. <laughs> oh, Josh Dobbs. Uh, you're a you're a Knoxville guy. Went to the Cardinals. Did you see that? Oh, really? Yeah, no, I didn't know. That. He left the Browns and got and went to Arizona. And that brings us to our SEC predictions for our favorite teams. Parker, you run her down. 
with the Tennessee Volunteers, your team, run us down their entire schedule and what your predictions are. Yeah, now, so to ignore all of my markings. I thought that was a Georgia schedule, so I fucked that up. But oh, okay. So, you're like, so yeah, if this is a Georgia schedule, you're like, W, 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 W. So Parker's going to run you down the Tennessee Volunteers uh, entire, uh, you know, obviously not the postseason, but the entire regular season schedule. Go ahead, buddy. So the Vols play Virginia first, which they're going to win that game. Yes. You know, comfortably absolutely then they play austin p which they're probably going to play their third string guys and still win that game austin p getting paid that day and then they play florida which florida tennessee is always a let uh, me ask you let me ask you this where are they playing that game at florida oh shit which that's a tester that's gonna be a good game (laughs) okay if you had to bet money what would you say? You think oh, they go no, in? I'm def- I would definitely bet on Tennessee. Okay, judging game. their schedule, do they go in there overconfident and they get no, a game? Or do no, you think no, they no. go in there and say, let's handle our business? I'm saying they can't get overconfident after beating Virginia and Austin P. Like, they're not going to be like, we're the best team ever after that. You know what I mean? I would hope not. They're going to beat Florida, man. I mean, what does Florida look like this year? I mean, they, I mean they're always decent. They're okay. Yeah, they're always but decent. But they lost Richardson. They don't I really mean, have a – But I'm saying, like <sighs> – I'm going to call it now. I think Tennessee rolls Florida at home. I don't think they I, roll them. I think they roll But them. I think they win. I think they win, like, two touchdowns. Yeah, one, two touchdowns. That's I like that. That sounds right. And then they play University of Texas, San Antonio. That's the easiest win ever. <laughs> that's a high school team. Yeah. Then they play South Carolina. That's – a oh, decent game. Where are they playing that game at? Knoxville? Um, yeah, they're playing in Knoxville. They'll, they'll get that done in Knoxville. Tennessee beats South Carolina yeah. by one touchdown or a kick. And then um, they play Texas A&M. Ooh, That'll be a good game. That's, a, that's where they – that's a tester. Where's that I still at? think they win that Is that game. College Station or is that Knoxville? Um, they're playing in Knoxville. Ooh, buddy, that's going to be a good game. I think they get it done in Knoxville, though. I think that's going to be – is, is that game of the week that week? I think that's game uh, of the week. I'm not sure. But then they play Bama at Alabama. That That's an L. I don't know. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a lot of faith, like, just in the preseason stuff. Like, Milton, I think Milton is going to be very good. But I don't know if Milton's going to have the same – uh, weapons and, and arrows in the quiver that uh, what's his face did Hooker Hooker, Hooker. I don't how's he doing by the way Have you got an he's, update on he's him He's raw man Where did he go He went to the Lions so he's gonna be Jared Goff's backup That's good He's dude He's dirty He's gonna be good But uh, people say Milton's better But yeah I'm saying you know Tennessee did beat Alabama last year. But yeah, yeah, but very I'm saying, by the skin of their team. I know, but I'm saying Tennessee's team may be better this year. And that was in Knoxville. Yeah, but I'm saying they still have Bryce Young and everybody else. The only know? thing that I'm worried about is a Nick Saban revenge tour, and he's being very quiet. That no, shit's scary. I, I hear you. I'm saying that's definitely like everybody's going to be saying that Alabama should win. You know what I mean? Yeah, but can they? But it's like I think it's going to be close. Okay, play devil's advocate. Say there, how many games is that until Bama so far? Count. How I mean, uh, one, two, three, four, six games. So say, say, say they're five and zero going into it. Yeah. And they take an L. Say they take that's, an L. That's fine. So five and one. 
Yeah, who's, who's you next? know they they probably take they take one L to you know a top five ranked I, Bama. Could totally understand that. Yeah. Then they play Kentucky. They're gonna beat Kentucky. That's a, that's a W. Then they play UConn. They're gonna beat UConn. W. Then they play Mizzou. They're gonna beat Mizzou. Seven and one. Yep. And then they play Georgia. That's an L. And yeah, that's probably an L. <laughs> But hey, who knows? But you never know. Nobody thought you, Tennessee you never would beat know. Bama last year. Is all I'm saying. That's a fact. I'm saying you can't sleep on the Vols. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely not this year. The Vols scare me, dude. Every year but they scare me. I don't give a shit what team. Georgia I'm has. saying, but then they play Vandy, so it's like, oh, that's dude, a W. That's okay, a w. but I'm saying if if Tennessee, they're in the playoffs, yeah, I'm saying, dude, if Georgia is ranked one, we're not. I. Are Y'all, we? You are, we're yeah. Ranked one, okay. Yeah, hey, are ranked one right now, but I'm saying, say Georgia's undefeated end of the year. Ooh. They play Tennessee, and say even if we did lose to Bama, yeah. If our two losses are to Georgia and Bama, they're in the playoffs. Exactly. So they, they would should be. Uh, be. I mean, be they might a, get shafted and they don't put them in. But no, I'm no, saying, no. Is this the year that they add the other two slots, or is it next year? I don't know. I don't know. I about think it's that. next year. So say that, but you know what? If the other conferences aren't strong, then Tennessee might take that number four hole, dude. Like I don't know. Yeah. So say Ohio State fucks up big time. Yeah. So like you know how uh, you know Georgia and Tennessee are both in the SEC East. Yes. So yeah, it's like if they only have two losses and they're only to Bama and Georgia, and Bama and Georgia play each other in the SEC championship. Which could happen. Yeah, I'm saying, like, what would you do in some crazy scenario where, like, a one-loss Georgia loses the SEC championship? You know what I mean? Ooh, like, they, stuff gets looking crazy. That's when stuff gets fucked up. Yeah. But that would be heartbreaking as a Tennessee fan on your side if they got punched out because of that. Yeah, but it's just like ten- I don't think Tennessee has to do themselves the favor of all of the games that they should win, they have to win. Let's say they do what we think's going to happen. Well, what you hope's going to happen is they beat Bama and they lose to a Georgia. Then they're then, definitely oh, in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might be in one, the one loss, one loss Tennessee is definitely in the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs. So yeah. so if Tennessee can hold their shit and you know, t- stay away from injuries and win the games they're supposed to. Check the boxes they're supposed to. That orange jersey could be in the playoffs. They, I'm saying, they should have been in the playoff last year if they didn't lose to South Carolina at and, the end and, of the year. And Hooker know? got he got annihilated on his foot or whatever. Yeah, he, he tore his like ACL. Without Hooker, they don't win shit. Um, last year, last yeah. year. But this year, <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. But they, and they have to have. But uh, I'm saying a lot of some. I'm saying Milton is he's good. Raw people dude. say I have heard out of the Tennessee camp. My buddy's up in Cooper. He looks like Lamar. He looks like Justin Fields or something. You I know? have heard. Now this is yet to be proven, which I am all about the preseason hype. I like hearing about it. People have said that Milton. If you like Hooker, you'll love Milton. Is what they say. So yeah. maybe that's true. I don't know. Like I'd like to think so. I think Milton is a little like faster on his le- on his feet and everything. Yeah, like he's a faster runner and stuff like that. But dude, Hend- Hendon Hooker, I'm telling you, the first game that I saw Hendon Hooker play, yeah. I was like, he's an NFL quarterback because, dude, when you see like when you see him stand in that pocket and yeah. they're just as calm as they can be. Yeah, you can't train that. You know what that. I mean? Yeah, you can't train that. And then, man, like, 
he's a type quarterback like he does not have to run like he, he genuinely is like a pocket passer great quarterback yeah but it's just like if he gets in trouble and has to use his legs he like he will but i think milton is more like they may actually like design some runs for him and if you, you know? think about it he was almost to the tail end of a full-blown hard sec schedule like i don't care who you are you've got a week in between these games and you're playing top 10 teams in the country you're going to get worn down. The, yeah. These guys don't have time to – if you got a deep-ass bone bruise on your leg or your arm and you got a game five days from now and you're preparing for it, you're not going to be 100%. So, like, Hooker getting out of the pocket and running, it was almost like it, was, it wasn't a non-contact injury, but it was almost like where he made a cut – and his just knee just blew out. Yeah, and and he's kind of he um, almost can't. He he runs kind of like weird. He, he has like long legs too. Yeah, like, he, you know he, what I mean. He's kind of like whenever he takes off running, he yeah. looks like a. Uh, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's not very. Uh, it, he looks like a guy that it would be easy for him to hurt his knee if you know what I mean. It's like it, it was. It'd be like Daniel Jones. From for the New York Giants getting out of the pocket, you're like, dude, what the fuck are you? You know, like he can move, but he's not built for it. You know what I mean? I mean uh, he's athletic, but he shouldn't. I'm saying be running. Daniel Jones is even faster than him. Well, okay, who, who else is tall that is a quarterback that shouldn't be running? It's like if it's like if uh, like if Jameis Winston like tried to roll out of the pocket. It's it's weird. I mean, Hendon Hooker's faster than that, but you know what I mean? It's like he can move, but it's like that's not what you're Hook, aiming for. Hooker him to do. is a football smart passer dude he aerial assault i'm saying as far as like decision maker you want that guy back there great decision maker yes check down doesn't throw stupid balls he'll he'll be i'm telling you like if if jared goff didn't have a great year last year i think they yeah. they would have let him play well look at the preseason anthony richardson but he now he's fucking number one you just never know nah jared goff's nah, one bad game know. away you know yeah. what i mean like he could be so that's something to look at. So, so was that was that what was your last game? You said, uh, oh, they played Vandy. So, so let's say your prediction right now My is two what? losses. No, they're they're going to beat Bama. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm saying like if I was going to bet on it, you're like a seven and two team. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying you're if you had money in your pocket to bet, you're betting lost Bama. Well, lost no, Georgia. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on them to lose against Bama. I don't know. It just depends on what Bama has. That's what I'm saying, scares me. If I me. was completely unbiased and I wasn't a Tennessee fan, yeah. I would think what most people are going to think. I'd be like, they're going to lose to Bama. They're going to lose to Georgia. They're going to have two losses on the yes. year. May, yes. Maybe sneak in somehow. Now, I'm going to go over the reigning two-time national champions, the University of Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Okay. Parker doesn't like me to say that. Parker grew up a diehard, diehard dogs fan. Well, so he's a closet Georgia fan. I'm saying it's like you got your favorite team, and then you got like, you know, it's it's just yes. like if they're playing Tennessee, I want Tennessee to win. Yes. But I'm never like I'm never wishing on Georgia to have like a terrible year. I don't. I just don't really care. No, I I know exactly what you mean. So the. The thing, the two things that I broke Georgia's season down before I get to my picks here, the two things that that bother me as a Georgia Bulldog fan this year is complacency and distraction. That's the two things that's going to really fuck us up big time. But I think that Kirby Smart has the strategy the same as he learned as Nick Saban in the dynasty years. I'm talking twenty. 
15 to 17, that reign of terror that Alabama had, almost consecutive natties. Uh, the thing that Nick Saban used to combat complacency was competition inside the squad. So he had all these four or five-star recruits. He said, hey, you know, we maybe some years they had cupcake schedules. Instead of being complacent and going week to week and blowing these teams out, it was a fight for PT. So they had quarterback battles. They had running back battles. I think that's what Kirby Smart's going to do. When you have a stable full of all these fucking studs from all over the nation, especially the southeast, you, you can't be complacent. You can't be like, all right, we got these two giant trophies in the cabinet. We're good. We're going to run through these people, and we're going to run it back. You cannot go into the season like that. You ha- can't be complacent. Georgia is notorious for showing up to South Carolina, Mizzou, fucking name it. Like there, I think we played Austin P last year where we were down by like a touchdown at one point. You're just like, dude, that doesn't – it's just not good optics. Like, dude, go in and crush people you're supposed to crush – Act like you've been there. You got to get up for every game. You have to get up for every game. And I know, like, dude, like, even in high school, like, when we were, you know, 11 and 0 going into the playoffs, we're like, ah, fucking, you know, it's just hard. It is hard. And it's, you got to get that. Uh, complacency is a thing that bothers me. That could be a problem. Also, distraction. All the distractions that you see, all the all season stuff, like Georgia, you know, had uh, internal investigations on recruiting, which, you know, fuck all that. Everybody has NIL money. Nick Saban was giving away fucking Dodge Chargers to people's mamas back in Memphis to get <laughs> like everybody's guilty of it. Even uh, somebody just this week a five star flipped to Florida State. Florida State's been paying people uh, off the books and calling it nil. Like everybody's guilty of it. So that was going on. You had that famous um, what was that guy, the defensive lineman that was went top. Uh, two or three in the draft. It, it was Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. He had that off-season thing where that they were racing in Athens, you know, a week after the Natty, and that guy died with a with a Georgia trainer. You know, that was a big distraction. That guy died, you know, from stupid kid doing dumb shit, and that was a distraction. So distraction needs to be not an issue. They need to get their shit together. I think Kirby Smart is is the guy we want at the helm of this. But as a fan, you always got to think. You know, devil's advocate, worst case scenario. So, what we're here for. Week one, September 2nd, UT Martin. Uh, that is at Athens. That's obviously a W. Yeah, like, they're going to win by 50. That's a W. Next up, you got Ball State. That's by a, 70. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a W. That's in Athens. Uh, luckily, we do play week three, South Carolina in Athens also. I think we handily – I, I think that game, we that's our first conference game. I think that's the one where we actually are like, okay, this – you know, we're going to ring these dudes out, chili ring style. Let's go. <laughs> South Carolina at home. The dogs handily, you know, handle that cock and shove it back into South Carolina. Uh, UAB at home, UAB. Easy. UAB actually wasn't even a team a couple years ago. You remember Isn't that? Isn't that crazy? Is that not crazy? That is crazy. So, you know, shout out to those guys, University of Alabama, that people don't hear about. Uh, shout out to the, uh, what, are, what are they, the Dragons? Yeah, I guess. the Dragons. So, shout out to the fucking Dragons. I'm glad you guys are on the field. You're getting fucked over because you're in Athens. It's fine. <laughs> w there, so we're 4-0, going into our first away game at Auburn. That's gonna be that good. That could be a good game. 
And what's crazy is Georgia definitely should win. Oh, we should we should cream uh, yeah. them. But the problem is, is like, dude, I, I'm telling you, man, it's like the SEC, the reason it's the greatest conference in the you world. You never know. You never fucking know. It's like how last year when Tennessee lost South Carolina. Dude, how many good upset games were there last year? Oh, yeah. Last a- year was a great season. LSU, Bama lost to LSU at LSU. Bama lost to Tennessee at Knoxville. You know, Bama had the field rushed on them twice. Yeah, that's that crazy, dude. That's crazy. So I think we handle Auburn. I don't know what kind of bullets they got in the gun. We'll fucking see. As a fan, as a longtime Georgia fan, I think we cruise through that, get out of Tiger Town unscathed at, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five and oh, going to Kentucky at home. They lost, uh, what's that fucker's name? Will Levis. Dude, Will Levis, fuck him. He's Mayonnaise gone. drinking dude, his coffee. He, he fucking sucks, dude. What, what, that makes me want to throw what up. What team when did I see he that. go? What team did he go to? Where did he go? I remember he went late. Um, do you? What do you mean he drinks mayonnaise in his coffee? What are you you hadn't heard about that? He drinks mayonnaise in his coffee? Dude, there's like this viral video where, yeah, like, dude, and he, he yes, like, and he has like a, he has a huge deal with like Hellman's mayonnaise dude, or some I can't shit. Dude, I can't talk about it. I'll throw dude, it up. Dude, yeah, I'm saying he are will. Are you kidding me? He'll have like a hot cup of coffee. Black coffee. Yeah. And put mayonnaise in it and stir it up and drink it, bro. Or you're lying. I'm not lying. I'm about to puke. That's fucking it's disgusting. Fuck, bro, when you see him actually do it. What a degenerate piece of shit. That but I'm saying, what, I don't like him just because what of that. possesses a person to put mayonnaise in their Well, when coffee? you spend your college career in fucking Bourbon Town, I guess what you got to. Dude, fuck that. That reminds me, shout out to Chris Jones. We've had him on the podcast before. He said when he traveled up to Michigan with his fiance, he showed up, and apparently in Michigan, you guys, Mich- Michiganders, give us a shout on the podcast. Let me know if this is true or not. He said he showed up to his uh, fiance's get-together, and they start serving these crackers with what looked to be like raw hamburger meat on the cracker. And he's like, you know, surely not. He's like, you know, fuck is this? And he's trying to be like, you, okay, you're at your fiance's parents the first time. You're on your best behavior. You're trying to be nice to grandma and make all your rounds and shake hands. Kiss babies, all this shit. And he goes up to his like future mother in law, like, Hey, um, is that hamburger meat on the uh the hors d'oeuvres or whatever? This fucking uh shit cooterie board. Like, what the fuck is that? I get what <laughs> am I supposed to eat that? She's like, Oh yeah, it's up here to uh, Michigan. We ate the fucking uh <laughs> raw hamburger meat on crazy. She's like, Well, come again? He's like, Yeah, no, that's raw fucking hamburger meat. Salmonella on a cracker. Literally, Parker, they take hamburger meat out of a pack and put it on a saltine, and they fucking eat it. No, they don't. I sw- look it up right now. Right, while I fact check it while I'm going through the rest. I say I believe you, but just what the fuck? He said, "So I'm not eating that. Is there anything else to eat?" And like literally, they eat raw hamburger meat in Michigan on a cracker at a party. It's actually called something. And you guys back me up on the podcast. If you guys are from the northern section of America, and that's normal. God help you. That's in the same category as Will Levis from Kentucky uh, and putting mayonnaise in your black coffee. That shit's fucking gross. And God help you, dude, because you're going to you're gonna die of salmonella if you keep doing that shit. Don't do that. Cook your hamburger meat. The, the lo- I looked it up. What's it called? What's it so called? I looked up raw hamburger meat on crackers. What's it called? They call it Midwestern Roulette. Because you could die? Yeah. Dude, yeah, fuck Midwestern. And it says the lo- the. The locals call them cannibals or yeah. tiger meat. 
tiger meat? <laughs> says hamburgers served uncooked between slices of rye bread or on crackers with peppers, onions, and some salt. Yeah, they put they put shit on it. They put like salt and pepper on it. What the f- dude? Fuck that, man. I don't care if that was the last thing on earth. I'd make me a fire. I'd rub I'd rub my legs together like a cricket before I, <laughs> make to make a fire before I ate that shit on a cracker. So anyway, That's we wild. we handy. Uh, we we backdoor fuck open the cats at in Athens, kick their ass all the way down to Bourbon Town. Uh, the next one uh, at Vandy. Jesus Christ, man! I mean, who made this? I schedule? think Vandy might <laughs> do a little something in that game. They might cream their pants when they see us come out of the tunnel up there in Nashville. They might run away, <laughs> dude. Who the hell made this schedule? Okay, so the the next. I'm not even going to call this a tester. I'm just going to call this an actual game. Depending on what Florida has, which we all okay. So as a Georgia fan, let me debunk this right now. The Georgia Florida game is not the biggest rival game as a Georgia fan. Like I don't know if that came from the '90s or the the early 2000s or where that came from. Like we always have to play that offside, and I say offside in quotes, like in Jacksonville, which is still fucking Florida, but they call it offside. Like, dude, I don't give a shit about a Florida Gator fan. The person that I want to be is Tennessee. That's always been the biggest rival in my mind. Has it not been <laughs> yours, though? As a Tennessee fan, like, who's y'all's biggest? Like, I feel like the biggest rival for Georgia is, like, Tech or something. No, dude, Georgia Tech sucks. But I'm saying, like. No, I'm talking about SEC rival. It's got to be Tennessee, dude. I'm saying. No one gives a shit about but Florida. But I'm saying it would have. I'm saying it would have to be, like, Bama right now. I mean, yeah, in the playoffs, yeah. But I'm saying like you the, just mean like historically, like hit, like okay, like people say like this, you know. I think the famous quote for the Florida Georgia game is like old fashioned hate, dude. I don't fucking care about Florida. Yeah, I mean Georgia rolls them every year. I, I think the biggest the biggest rival for us would be Tennessee. So we roll through Florida. I'm calling that a dub. But I feel like on Tennessee's side, they don't view it like that. Who would be Tennessee's? Well, I'm saying, of course, Tennessee, like, of course they want to beat Georgia, but I'm saying, yeah, like. That's the biggest rival. I, I feel like Tennessee hates Florida more than anyone. Think, how far is uh, is uh, Knoxville to Athens? In two hours, three no, hours? No, 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 no. Four no, hours? No, no. Longer than that. Knoxville four to half, Athens? Four and a half hours? Well, I'm saying from right here, Athens is like that far. An hour and a half. No, Athens not damn hour and a half from here. Look it up. Look at the map. It's at least like three something. Hours. So while Parker's looking at, we go to Mizzou at Athens. <laughs> I, th- I think we steamroll Mizzou. I mean, they've given us issues in the past as far as we should have blew them out. We didn't, but we still won. I think this year we finally put that foot in their mouth. We're good. Uh, Ole Miss, that's uh, Lane Kiffin. Uh, I'm not worried about it. That's at Ole Miss at home. This is the only game in the whole schedule that I, I kind of wonder about, and it's because we're in Knoxville at the Tennessee Volunteers. That one always bothers me. Tennessee's ranked 12 right now preseason. They've got Milton. They may have some other weapons. Uh, last year we did handle them. Me and Parker both witnessed that game at Deer It was Camp. a good game. Though. It was a great game. It was fun because we both had like – you know, rivals it, but it was like a fun game. Like we weren't either, we weren't pissed. It was a fun game to watch. Yeah, me and you are always just happy yeah. to watch some football. I just you know love I mean? football. Yeah, dude. me too. But what's crazy is like Tennessee is one of those teams. Like Parker said, it's always sneaky, dude. Like they could just jump up and bite you in the ass. You just don't know. Right. So I'm gonna say that's a W, but I have an asterisk by it because it bothers me. <laughs> that <laughs> W bothers me. The next one for us is obviously the in-state rival GT. 
you know, the rambling wreck from Piece of Shit Tech. Yeah, fuck you guys for me. I don't running know what to your, say. Running your 1935 I hate, offense, I hate triple the, option, dude. dog shit. Dude, it's such dog shit, dude. Like, it's so bad. Like, the fact that they will – the fact <laughs> – let me just say something. The fact that they have all these rocket scientists over there at yes. Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. but they decide year after year that they're not going to throw the damn ball downfield – Blows my mind. But I'm saying, like, if if I was a Tech fan, like, I would just – there's no shot I would even watch them. If you're a Tech fan, your forehead's caved in like a fucking uh, Netherlands caveman because you beat <laughs> your fucking head against the wall of your house until you just fucking want to kill yourself. <laughs> like, dude, like – and I actually think that, like, now – because they got rid of their – that old coach that was running that for forever or whatever. And tell them what running but, back they had, like, for two years. Oh, uh, Jameer? Dude's fucking stud. Yeah, he's insane. But um, – Number one guy. You know, yeah, he Alabama. got drafted, you know. He went to early. Bama. He was the number one dude. He was like in the, the eighth pick in the draft or he's something. He's fucking. He's making millions or eleven or something. Like I, that. Hey, we should put but him hey, on a, in a fantasy team. What team he go to? Um, the Lions. He's gonna play. He's gonna like start. That might be a. But uh, that's crazy. But I was gonna say like, I can't tell like, if you're Georgia Tech, you know, you turn on a Georgia Tech game, they're getting beat, and it's like they're getting beat by thirty points, and they're oh. still running this triple option for three yards every single play. You know what I mean? Dude, it's it, it's like truly like they don't have an off switch to that shit. Like it, it's, but, it's almost but why is that? Like it, why do they do that? I think crap? I think it's I think it's like a tradition. They like just love it. Like it like like okay, like you know how you get these old school mentality where you're like, if we're gonna win, then by freaking God, we're gonna win with the fucking triple offense. That's the only way we want to win. You know like, that's like you get these old like alumni that are like I own you, cocksuckers. Like, I just gave you $4 million for yeah, these new but, jerseys. You're going to run this shit. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like, you know, maybe in 1945 when no man had ever seen the triple option, I understood, I understand that it worked <laughs> in 1947. These guys are like, wait, wait, wait. He could pass it. He could run it. He could keep it. But, you know, I think after, <laughs> I think after World War II... <laughs> People understood They're, you just assign someone to each man in a triple option, and then they can't do it. Georgia Tech's offense is as old as that fucking Model T they run out there that's painted gold. It's just like they just don't want to upgrade, dude. It's crazy. Hey, tell people who uh, you played on the same team as NFL running back. People don't know that. Yeah. Um, you Jameer know, Gibbs. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs, he went to Dalton High. You know, I, I went to Dalton High. I wasn't nearly as good of a football player, but – You were on the team with it. Yeah. Catamount pride, baby. But uh, I'm saying I don't. I don't necessarily like remember playing like with him because uh, I'm trying. I think maybe when I was a junior, he was, he was older. I think maybe when I was a junior, he was like a freshman or oh, something. Oh, he was like younger that. than you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wasn't getting a lot of PT then. Um, probably. I'm saying I just can't remember honestly. Yeah. So I'm gonna call it here. Uh, we, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. We got a pretty damn cupcake schedule to be two time natty back to back undefeated. We got a pretty damn sweet ass schedule. Now I'm going to say whatever happens to the playoffs. And I don't know who's going to make the SEC championship. Could be Bama could be, uh, who's joining the SEC a couple years from now, Texas and Oklahoma. No, nah, they're not doing anything. No, they're not doing anything right now, but. Uh, they got Arch Manning. They may be dangerous in a couple of years. I don't know. Nah. He could be good. 
He's yeah. not bad. He's not going to be bad. No, I think he's going to be good. The dude was born with a football. But I'm just saying, do I think that Texas is about to come out and beat like Alabama or somebody? They're like, hell no. Well, see, that's what scares me, though. Is like, I, I truly think the Nick Saban era, I think we're seeing the last days of it. The man's not going to stay there for the next 10 years. Yeah, I mean, he's like it's like he is just real old, yeah. But He just needs to go chill out with Miss Terry at the lake house, chill, live his life. But the guy has a 20-foot-tall has a statue of him outside, marble statue. He just, he just he, can't. He's, he's a, another one of those guys where like it's Tom like Brady. they just – That's what I was about to he say. He just lives for it. Exactly. Like, their their life is football, you know. So, I, I'm pretty sure Georgia's going to be 12-0. and 0. I think the first actual couple tests are going to be in the playoffs, pending who that is. We will definitely keep you guys posted throughout the entire entirety of college football season. We're going to have uh, fantasy football. We might even do an emergency football podcast draft while we're drafting shit. That'd be kind of cool. We could do that. We could do that. But, you guys, thanks again for watching or, well, tuning in to the BS Report. This is Mojo Parker. What, what's your uh, closing thoughts on everything that we talked about? Peace and love. Love your neighbor. Hug your mama. Don't chop your dick off, maybe. Yeah, don't chop your dick off. Stop burning statues and Confederate flags. Pre- prevent forest fires. Prevent. Oh yeah, especially you guys in Maui. You know, if you see a cigarette, people in Maui now are like going to ban cigarettes and shit. Like, people put that out. Put that out. Okay, so we are going to close it out here. Hope you guys enjoyed this extra long episode. Very juicy, very good, uh, fact filled, fun filled. And uh, we're going to take it away here with a video that I saw on TikTok. Hope you guys enjoy this. The communist Chicom app that we know is TikTok. Hope you guys enjoy this. This is going to be uh, take us out here. And as always, guys, we will catch you on the next one. You have an American flag in front of your house. You're probably a racist. Racist? This flag ain't racist. That flag means if you need a hot pill or a cold drink, come on in and get it. <laughs> flag means if you need help down to this shirt off my back, come get it. I'll give it to you. But this flag also means if you try to knock that door down or you come after me or any of my family or friends, the only race is going to be between you and a one-ounce piece of lead coming at your ass at over 1,850 feet per second. <laughs> this flag said fuck around and find out before that was even a phrase. Hell <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's what it says. Races? Nah. That's great. God bless America. Catch you guys on the next one.